Happy Friday, Patriots of America, and I'd like to welcome you to episode four of The Rich Ranch Show, where we celebrate true freedom, justice, and the American way in the greatest country in the world, the U.S. of A. I am your host, Rich, and we thank each and every patriot listening for tuning in. Thank you guys again. You know, guys, we're officially one week in since the creation of Rich Ranch, and we've been seeing the numbers growing up, and it's just been awesome, and we definitely are hoping to keep bringing you some great stories like the breaking news story we have for today and you know and as always where we always have on friday our feel good friday story where we like to start your weekend off feeling happy and motivated definitely hope you'll be able to enjoy that so thank you again fellow patriots for being a part of our show and we'd like to welcome you to the rich rant zone now, guys, as you probably have been hearing, there were some big talk were going on in the sports world, particularly in the NBA, uh, about this major story going on in China. So today's story is actually NBA drops the ball on abuse of kids in Chinese academies. Wow, just unbelievable story, and also it's definitely been all over the news for today. Now, just to kind of let you know from our source at ESPN, you know, the news story actually broke yesterday where several employees of the NBA working at the NBA basketball academies in China reported that several of the Chinese coaches were physically abusing the kids in the player development program and also denying them the education they were promised. And it actually turns out these academies are also ran by the Chinese government, which, as you probably know, where has been accused for many violations of human rights over the many years. Now, according to the former employees of the leagues and all, which obviously have remained anonymous just to protect their careers, one coach in particular said when he was asked to describe the conditions of the program, according to ESPN, he described it as, quote, a sweatshop for athletes. And one coach actually reported seeing a Chinese coach firing a basketball at the head of the youth player and then, quote, kicking him in the gut. I mean, these are kids that they're doing this to. Unbelievable. And actually, another former coach said, quote, imagine if you have a kid who's 13, 14 years old and you've got a grown coach who is 40 years old hitting your kid. I mean, guys, I don't know about you, but I don't know if I could sit around watching something like that. That's just unbelievable. So the report goes on to mention that several complaints were sent to uh, the NBA Deputy Commissioner, Mark Tatum, who's all CEO, uh, who heads the league programming outside the U.S. regarding the incidents. But the coaches that have come forth said that they actually believe there hasn't been any complaints sent up the chain to, uh, to NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. And what's even more strange about the story is that, you know, it's believed to be actually normal behavior in the Chinese sports community. In fact, we're in a report where the Chinese uh, Chinese professor of sports management actually stated that the older generation of Chinese coaches, quote, take corporal punishment for granted and even see it as an expression of love and care which might be criticized by people living outside of China. You think? I mean, uh, imagine your kids, Patriots, being at a sports camp and seeing some coach hitting your kid because he lost the ball going down the court. I mean, unbelievable. So uh, Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum actually commented that the NBA is, quote, reevaluating and, quote, considering opportunities for the academies considering other opportunities but here's the kick he has to he's declined from commenting on whether human rights violations have been committed 
decline to comment? Okay, so let me get this straight. You have not only one, but several former NBA, college, and other professional coaches coming forward stating that there's been the, they've seen these kids in your player development program being abused. And even some of the coaches actually come forth saying that they've actually been mistreated by the local government. Actually, one coach stated that he's actually been detained three times for no reason at one point. And you don't think something isn't going on? I mean, it really seems like what the NBA is really trying to keep quiet about this. And what's much worse is that the news media outlets like CNN didn't even bring it up to NBA Commissioner Adam Silver when he was actually interviewed on CNN last this this past week. I mean, sure, they talked about, you know, the health and safety of the players with the season restarting. I mean, the season just restarted yesterday, you know, but with a, with a huge brand dam damaging story, like children being abused under your logo, CNN, you don't ask that question? I mean, and as for the NBA, they really don't address this? I mean, we're reevaluating and, oh, we don't want to comment on kids getting kicked and witnessed by the coaches or and getting a pile of complaints hitting our desk from China, letting us know this is going on. Y yeah, okay. But you see, Patriots, here's the question we really have to ask. Exactly why doesn't the NBA want to talk about this? I mean, Adam Silver and LeBron James broke their necks, I mean, to talk about Black Lives Matter and putting BLM on the court where they're playing right now. You know, they even allowed fans to order jerseys with such sayings such as hashtag Black Lives Matter or some more colorful such as hashtag F police and hashtag kill cops. But when someone wanted to place hashtag free Hong Kong on the back of the NBA jersey, the order screen came up saying, quote, we are unable to customize this item with the text you entered. Please try again. Wow, I wonder why that is. Well, you know, as my grandmother used to say, follow the money, honey. Follow the money. You see, the NBA has already shown not only where they stand, but who they stand with when it comes to relations of doing what's right and doing what's profitable. See, in a population of 1.4 billion people and, you know, a communist government who controls uh, what those 1.4 billion people can see on TV, you know, and an estimated revenue of $5 billion. That's right. $5 billion with a B from the Chinese market alone that the NBA makes. Can you guess where they stand? I mean, can you see where they might throw a slight blind eye to human rights issues happening in, in that cash cow we like to call China? I mean, Patriots, we're not stupid people. I mean, this this isn't the NBA's first let's not screw up our money fiasco. I mean, do any of you guys remember about a year ago the situation with Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey's tweet when he said, fight for freedom and stand for Hong Kong? You know, you sports fans remember that. So Morey takes, uh, makes a comment supporting the freedom protest for Hong Kong, which happened to be around the time the NBA played some games in Beijing, and when the tweet was found out by the Chinese government, they were livid. In fact, they got so mad 
that in retaliation, the Chinese government decided to cancel showing NBA games on government-controlled television. And what did that do? It cut off the NBA's cash cow. That's what it did. So when the NBA was asked to comment about the tweet being a, quote, league of the world, what did they do? They called the tweet regrettable. And in a statement by NBA commissions officer Mike Bass, he said, quote, we have great respect for the history and culture of China and hope that the sports and the NBA can be used as a unifying force to bridge cultural divides and bring people together. Uh, okay, why doesn't the NBA say what they really think? We don't want to touch this and we have five billion reasons why. I mean, even so-called political social activist LeBron James was mums on the words on this one. I mean, he's real talkative on political issues right now, but of course, that's a different story, right? But in his response, he said, quote, I don't I don't want to get into word or sentence feud with Daryl Morey, but I believe he was he wasn't educated on the situation at hand. And so many people could have been harmed, not only financially, but physically, emotionally and spiritually, unquote. You know why he said that? Because there's too much money to be made. And with 1.4 billion potential fans wanting to wear his jerseys and his shoes and the like. Yeah, King James, I you know why would you care about freedom of speech and persecution in Hong Kong? I mean, look at the way athletes are speaking up against your rights, patriots of freedom of speech against the liberal left right here in the U.S. of A. You know, we have people who speak up for a quote, hashtag, you know, all lives matter. And the media tells them, shut up, you're being racist. I mean, there's no money to be made in that scenario, but you can see what's what's important is being on the right side of what's trendy as opposed to what's right in this issue. And, you know, someone says, hey, why are you tearing down statues and businesses? And the left gives you a kick and says, you don't understand. You don't care about black people. Wait, what? What's burning down Mrs. May's Baker got anything to do with it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it brings down the value of my community and a few hundred people are jobless now, but it's the trendy thing to show that I'm not I'm, I'm for the movement. And that I'm not racist. You see, it's stuff like that that the NBA and these other groups are doing to remain profitable in the NBA's case were and popular so that they don't rock the boat. That's the real problem. And if it means making a few million more or not being seen as bigoted or standing up for freedoms and liberties of America and obviously in the case of China, as well as, you know, getting, you know, Chinese protesters were getting beaten in the streets or jailed were for wanting better and for having freedom. Oh, then that's perfectly fine to say say nothing. I mean, just keep signing the checks in, in the case of America. So what if we tear, out, tear, tear up a couple businesses and, and tear down a couple statues? You know, as long as we, we've checked all the boxes that CNN and MSNBCs says on the little I'm not a racist checklist. The NBA, the NBA shouldn't stay silent on these, these type of things, especially when you're dealing with kids being abused. And I, for one, I'm appalled that they would rather kiss the ring of President Jinping and make a few million dollars more than do what's right. And that's my rich rant.
Hey guys, I would love to hear from all you guys on this story. Definitely write on the comments below and on our Twitter page. Let us know what you think of this story. And, and also, we definitely would like to be able to build a community here at Rich Rant Nation. So definitely love to be able to hear from you guys. So guys, as I promised and all, I always like to send the show off and also on Fridays with a feel-good Friday story. And actually, this particular story actually comes from Vancouver, Canada. But when you hear, guys, this is such a great story where it's definitely heartfelt and I want to be able to share with you guys. Uh, this is actually about a woman that was actually reunited with a special teddy bear in her life. Now, there's uh, a lady named Mar uh, Mara Soriano was actually moving to Vancouver, Canada. Uh, when a special teddy bear of hers was was stolen outside of her moving truck. Now, this particular teddy bear was actually very special to her uh, because within the bear was a recording of her mother's voice who unfortunately lost her battle with cancer last year. And she stated it was one of her last memories of her mom. And it turns out that the news story actually spread around the city and a good Samaritan named Ryan Reynolds wanted to help in fact, he went so far as actually posting on Twitter a $5,000 reward to the person who finds and returns the bear. Well, it just turns out aware that this week, uh, two men were able to find the bear safe and sound and was able to return tomorrow. I mean, guys, I mean, to hear that she was able to get that back was just really, really touching. And it says where they actually the two men record uh, the two men who actually found the bear were able to find the bear based on a surveillance camera that Soriana actually posted online. Who and actually right and the two men actually recognized the suspect and was able to get the bear back from him. I mean, wow, that's one incredible story. I guess, patients, it really just goes to show there's still some really caring people still out there in the world, despite everything going on around us. Keep loving and keep caring, people. I'm sure everybody appreciates it, just just like Miss Soriano did. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today on the Rich Ranch Show. I want to thank each and every one of you guys again for tuning in. And, and definitely, as always, be sure to share your comments on the comment section below here on our podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Also, you know, share this podcast link with other fellow patrons such as yourself so we can really make some good change and be able to talk and really build Rich Rant Nation aware and change the way we have we are here in America. And also, and then also, guys, you know, it's like definitely, you know, we want to be able to see uh, see what you think and everything on the show comments and reviews and also we'd love to be able to hear some of maybe some of the topics that you have we'd love to be able to hear from as well so so thanks again guys were for uh being a part of the show we'll definitely see you on episode five next week be safe have a great weekend and god bless america